Accomplishment Coaching is proud to present the following fine programming. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. AccomplishmentCoaching.com. Welcome to The Coaching Show with your host, Master Certified Coach, Christopher McCollum. All right, professional podcasting. Don't try this at home, kids. All right, go ahead and try it at home. Uh, that's me, Christopher McCollum, Master Certified Coach, although I think you have to say it in a lower register. Uh, and uh, the voice of Dick Warren introducing me. Thank you very much, Dick. I don't have anything to tell you, my dear listener, uh, about upcoming conferences or anything. This year, actually I do, I lied. Uh, this year is the Converge Conference through the ICF. It's their uh, every other year, I think, uh, conference with um, people from all over the world. And this year it's in the Czech Republic. So get your tickets now, register now, you want to go. And I think until you had until yesterday to apply to speak. And so I missed my deadline. I hope that you didn't. I hope that you will... Uh, apply and speak and go and become a world-famous um, authority on whatever it is you're an authority on. Uh, what else we need to let you know? Let's see, it's January. Happy New Year. Um, I can't think of any other show notes. We've got extraordinary guests coming up. Of course, last year uh, we ended the, the year on a high note, so check it out. Oh, by the way, we're now, not only is Accomplished Media up, but also we're on Spotify and iTunes and on Stitcher and any place that you find your uh, podcast. So we were down for a little while as we were retooling, and we're all back up now, so you should be able to find us and catch up on many extraordinary episodes. Um, my guest co-host is not here today, so uh, I'll be flying solo with our guest. Here's the thing about our guest today. You know that you and everybody you know is doing some form of video, right? But are you doing it well? Is it doing what you want to do? I don't know. I've, I know that I'm inundated. People now aren't even sending me messages. They're sending me videos. Here, click on this because I had something to tell you. I don't know about you. I don't click on that stuff. A, I don't like clicking on stuff because I think a Russian bot is behind it. And B, I don't have 10 minutes to listen to your heartfelt whatever. And yet, I know that a lot of people are using it for marketing. I know that a lot of people are uh, very passionate about getting their face, their message, their visual, their voice out there. So we have brought in an expert. Brighton West is a videopreneur. He began his video journey making narrative and documentary videos. He's a former IT guy, a nice fella from the Midwest who moved out, <laughs> who moved out west. Um, he's uh, an extraordinary guy with a, with a wide variety of experiences. But he's built his business most recently by creating YouTube video tutorials about using YouTube in business and by working with coaches. He's spoken to ICF chapters and he's spoken uh, to coaches around the world about his uh, work with video and what we're doing wrong. So please welcome to our microphone in studio right here in beautiful San Diego, California, United States, Brighton West. Hello. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for being had, as we like to say. Uh, so you're from, uh, where do you live? Uh, so I officially live in Portland, Oregon um, for uh, 10 months a year and San Diego for two months a year. So we just arrived a couple days ago. Nice. You're getting out of the rain and into the sunshine? Don't tell people. <laughs> yes, my wife calls it rain birding. Rain birding. I love it. All right. Um, I, we got to talk for a moment about your wife. 
Okay, sounds good. Her first. <laughs> we <laughs> can do an that. Odd way to start an interview, but you know, uh, we're not going to talk about my wife. I want to be clear. Uh, you married a very interesting human. What does your wife do? Your partner, your spouse? So she is the uh, policy director at a nonprofit called Compassion and Choices, uh, which is a group that advocates for uh, choice at the end of your life, so medical aid in dying. So you can approach a doctor if you're within six months of dying to make that process a lot more peaceful. And what's her role there? So she works on policy. So when a state um, passes the law, like she comes California. in. Yes, like California, like just recently Hawaii. Uh, maybe next is, uh, uh, let's see here, what's, what's coming up? New Jersey is coming up. I'm not moving there. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, she comes in to, to train the doctors to get the policies at the health department, things like that, uh, lawyerly type stuff. It's an extraordinary thing to do, and I can't imagine how cool you two are as a couple. It just, it kind of makes me mad. Um, the, that's really cool, and please let her know that we'd love to have her on because uh, death and dying is a hot topic for coaches, and one in which there's surprisingly little information. So, um, yeah, especially about the choice of dying. Yes. So uh, thank her for us for the work that she's doing. Um, I'm pretty suspect about people and their journey you know i people want to talk about their ha past and how they got there i'm not so interested in that we might get to it but if you're willing i want to talk about coaches and videos that coaches are doing i've seen a lot of videos mostly on the you know social media sites mm -hmm. done by video but done by coaches i should say and most of them are terrible in my humble opinion what are we doing wrong as coaches um yeah, I, I agree. There's a lot of terrible videos out there. Uh, I, YouTube is kind of my chosen platform. I do some things that are more website video. Um, but I think there's just a lot of people not knowing um, really what's the purpose, what's the value in creating a video. Um, kind of like, you know, someone who's uh, attaching a video to an email instead of just typing it out. It's, right. it's, you know, it's fast to read. People can skim. I, you know, if, if people can skim and get your message, then the video is not really adding anything. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, making sure that video is adding value to the conversation. And what's an example of a great video or a great value add that video can bring? Have you seen something that somebody did that you thought, oh, brilliant? Yeah, I think, you know, I've seen some other, uh, I can't think of an exact example, but, you know, often it's it's things where the person's on screen, but there's also visuals on screen that you're, you're using, um, you know, the medium to the maximum. There we go. I just, I just created that too. Um, so it's, it's something where it's not just a talking head. Um, and, but there's, you know, oftentimes I've seen those, uh, those little character drawing things where a hand pops on the screen, but it's kind of explaining, um, what they're talking about. So you're getting it, uh, visually and, you know, you're getting it through, you know, mul multiple ways, but I think it's important for the person to have their face on the screen, uh, because especially as coaches, you know, we're, we're building connections with people. That's, that's kind of a necessity um, for, for business. And uh, so, so get on screen and be authentic. What's, I, I kind of want to fight you on that. Let me, let me uh, yep. admit to two biases um, going in. Here's something I thought was an amazing video. Ready? I'll even, I'll even name names. Rodney Mueller. M-U-E-L-L-E-R, uh, of STL Coaching in St. Louis. This guy went out into the Pacific Ocean, I believe, and was surfing and put a GoPro camera, which I, I didn't even know they had audio on those things, but 
had a little GoPro on the end of his surfboard, and while he's surfing, he talks about living the life of your dreams, and if you want that, you should hire a coach. That, to me, was compelling video. That, I was like, I am so angry that I didn't think of this, because <laughs> that was brilliant, right? And the guy was doing what he loved, and it was clear, and it was a mess, because, you know, every once in a while, water would come on, on or whatever, but he was clearly living his best life. This is an example of great video. Somebody recently, as I said, sent me a, a video instead of an, a message, and that was a terrible thing. What if you could if you could wave your magic wand and have us all do one thing with video? What would it be? And if you had to stop doing one thing, you got that. So what would what should we do, and what should we stop doing with our videos? Um, well, I love the the example of the surfing, and I think that that is something that. It is using video. It's beyond a talking head. Right. Uh, it is showing what he's talking about. He is living his his dream life, and it is showing him doing that. Um, so you don't necessarily need you know something on screen you know mapping out what living your dream life looks like because he he was doing it. Right. So that's a great way to do that. So um, something to do. I, I mean, deep down inside, I just want to say just just push record and and do it um, and get out there. And feel okay being yourself and being authentic. Just, um, it doesn't have to be well produced. Um, you know, video on the internet, the, the millennials have taken over and they just pull out their phone and start shooting. So um, the I, I believe that authenticity is more important than production value. So, you know, getting out there and doing it. Um, the next thing, is, you know, what to stop doing. Um and I would say, actually, th this one kind of applies just to, to folks who are using their, their iPhone mm -hmm. or, or their webcam, um, is to stop looking at yourself. Um, it's so common that people will, you know, if they're, they're on their computer, they're looking at themselves, or, or even they're looking at the other person if they're using something like Skype. But you really need to look at the lens. Otherwise, it doesn't look like you're looking into the eyes of the person you're talking to. Uh, so the person on the other side of the screen thinks you're looking off you know, over their right shoulder or mm -hmm. down at their chest or, um, you know, it's, it's kind of, it's counterintuitive, but it, you know, it really is, these videos are about the viewer, the person on the other side of the camera. So you have to work to make them feel comfortable. And that means looking at the lens. Yeah. As a, as a videographer, is it, it's, it's extraordinary to me that you've started speaking and especially speaking to coaches because uh, isn't your job sort of to be in the background and, you know, wear black and make the bride <laughs> look pretty? How did you get interested in this kind of video, I, video I, work? I love that question. And uh, actually, I want to make sure I, I don't forget, but I uh, did meet the deadline for Prague. And so I plan on being in Prague in October for the ICF Converge Conference. Nice. Uh Love that conference, um, and I've, I've got, you know, lots of confidence that I, my uh, proposal will be accepted. So, hope to be there. But um, the journey as to how I got here, um, I was behind the camera for years and years and years uh, as a producer, a director, a, uh, a writer. You know, just you know all those things that you can do, the editor things, the technical side. But um, really, what hit me was I, I had a successful web series up in Portland, and the local. Um, you know, the Portland Monthly Magazine did a feature on the lead uh, actor, um, and he could hardly remember his lines. He really, you know, he just, he had the right look. He looked like Fred Armisen. Um, and I was, I mean, just just a tiny little bit crushed. And then I realized it's the person in front of the camera that gets all the glory. And 
you know, so that's when I decided that I had to turn the camera around and get in front of it and get comfortable in that place. So, um, so I've, I've experienced that. I mean, it, it, it's an uncomfortable thing to get in front of the camera and see yourself. Um, but it is a powerful thing. So, um, now I help other people make that same, same transition. Um, and I understand how uncomfortable it can be to, to do that. This web series, we should point people to it. <laughs> I know it's a parody of Portlandia or it's, or it's a spoof of it, which is pretty ballsy to take a, an already farcical s- or sat- satirical show and then satirize that. What, uh, what's it called and where do we find it? So it's Vancouveria. Um, <laughs> and uh, it was really popular from, say, San Francisco up to Seattle um, because people understand in that region that there's a Vancouver, USA. Right. Uh, outside that area, people think it's Vancouver, BC. And that's why right. the show didn't, you know, ultimately uh, it couldn't get popular. Vancouver, uh, Washington, Vancouver, which is actually Washington. south. Um, Vancouver, Washington is just north. Oh yeah. South of Vancouver, BC, just north of Portland. It's actually a suburb of Portland. Uh, they don't like being called that, but, um, yeah, they're, they're the exact opposite of Portland. They pride themselves on that. Oh, and we can find that on the YouTube. Yeah. You can find that on YouTube. If you, uh, if you just Vancouveria, um, type that in, you'll probably find it. If you go to Vancouveria.com, you can do that, um, That'll just send you over to YouTube. Uh, yeah, just a fun, fun series. Uh, Fred and Carrie um, from Portlandia appear in it, and the mayor appeared in it. It was, a, I mean, it was a, a, an incredible success locally. Uh, I remember the first episode when we released that. Um, it was covered by you know all the local media, all the newspapers, all the radio stations, all the TV stations. Like you know, people said they were walking down the street and they looked up and looked in people's houses and on TV there was uh, was our series, um, and you know it was also covered like I said from San Francisco up to Seattle. So it was uh, it was very cool to uh, to to do that. Um, and actually, you know what? I want to talk about a little bit about how that happened. Okay. Uh, just because yesterday I was. Uh, up in the at the Orange County Speakers Network, uh, a group up there, and they had a great, great person talking about story. And really, the story there is that I, I had this idea. I was going to make a, a spoof of Portlandia, and I was going to make this happen. And I talked about it, and talked about it, and talked about it. And we, we already talked about my wife, but let's go back to her for a second. And she said, you know, at, at one point, no, you cannot talk about this anymore. You've got two choices: <laughs> you can you can stop talking about it, or you can do it. But I will not hear about it anymore, and so I had There's to make a, a choice. Coach right there. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, so then I then I met the character that looked like Fred Armisen. I was like, I'm going to do this, and uh, it was kind of uh, amazing. And I mean, it was so popular, but it was something that I, I had to get off my butt and do it, and not just keep telling my wife this is a really good idea. Uh, to follow that thread, is there is is that something coaches should do? Should we just get off our butts and do video, even if it's bad, to get in the game, or should we wait until it's perfect? Yeah, I think you should get off your butt and do it. Um, and what I suggest is people start with Facebook. Um, you know, Facebook, especially your your personal page where you've got lots of your friends who are you know maybe forgiving and whatnot, and get used to seeing yourself on video. Get used to looking at the camera, um, and just you know, sort of build up from there, you know, work from Facebook, you know, your personal page to your, to your business page, um, add LinkedIn in work over to, to YouTube, just kind of work your way up. Great. I got that. So start with Facebook with your friends, then get to LinkedIn, then go to YouTube. Yep. Um, I know that coaches who 
start with video get pretty concerned about the numbers, right? Who's, mm -hmm. who's clicked it, who's liked it, who's sent me the little heart. How important is that? How important are your numbers? Um, well, the numbers are interesting. I, I think they're, they're kind of, uh, um, you know, everyone wants their message to reach a lot of people. Mm -hmm. that, that's kind of the goal here is to get out to a bunch of people. And in the beginning, the numbers are actually in the beginning. Realistically, you, you do you do okay on your first video because you've got uh, you know on LinkedIn or, or Facebook or something you know, that people see like oh this is a new thing I I see that Christopher's done a video I'm gonna watch this one right. and then it goes Cousin down Amy a bit. will come and watch it <laughs> yeah exactly um, and then it takes a while to go from there and you know everything is built around consistency so on YouTube if you're consistent your numbers will grow same thing like Facebook Live if you go and try Facebook Live you know, you might get a certain number of views, but if Facebook sees you're, you're a regular person, same thing with podcasting probably. If you're doing it every week, that's when you know, kind of the algorithms kick in and help you grow. Mm. So keep, keep up the, the work there and, uh, and that will, will, will grow. You, you talked earlier about how important it is that coaches know their purpose of using video. What is the purpose in using video? What what's a good purpose? What should we be using video for, and what should we not be using it for? Yeah, well, I like to talk about kind of three parts uh, whenever I'm making a video or, or starting a new YouTube channel, and that's the the target audience, the purpose, and the value. So, um, the the target audience is is really who can deliver your purpose. Uh, so your purpose might be to gain new clients. Mm -hmm. Your purpose might be to get people onto your email list. Um, your purpose. You know, maybe it's just purely uh, altruistic and you want to help people. Um, but realistically, your, your purpose should probably be something that's kind of business connected. Um, the value is more that helping people. So what pain point are you solving for them? So the kind of the equation is that the target audience can deliver the purpose. So they're the type of people that could hire you. So they're not, um, you know, 12 year olds if you're ideally reaching, you know, 50 year old men um, and then the value is what you're providing them. So what does that person get out of watching the video? Uh, a lot of times people just wanna make a, a commercial about themselves or right. their products or something, but really it's a, it's a value exchange. You are getting some of their time and you need to give them something back. That is such an important piece. I wanna underline it, not because uh, you didn't say it well, but because I think it's important for people to remember. I, c I can't tell you how many folks we've sort of introduced on this show and everybody wants to talk about their journey and how they got to where they are, and nobody cares. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, with respect, people are like, yeah, give me something I can use today in my life. And yep. if you show up with like, hey, show up, you know, look at your audience purpose and value, then I'm thinking, right? And then I say, oh, Brighton West, that guy is value. He provided value to me. Whereas if I heard your story, mm -hmm. you know, it'd be nice if we were at a cocktail party, right? <laughs> yep. Let's, uh, so thanks for that. Um, is what are people using it for or uh, you, you indicated that uh, we started with the notion that there are a lot of terrible videos from coaches one of the things you've told us is stop looking at yourself what's another thing that is pretty universal that we could do to immediately improve our video um, presence or quality um I mean, really, I just want to go back to what I just said about that providing value yeah. uh, and, 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 and the purpose. Because it, it seems like people, when they start doing video, they get one of those or the other. Mm -hmm. So they think like, oh, I really, really need to help people. So I'm going to provide this amazing value. Um, and then at the end of their video, they just kind of stop. 
uh, right, and they right. forget to say, oh yeah, join my email list or do something. Um, but probably more often people think of it as a commercial and right. they want to talk about themselves, like you said, and they want to kind of say, hey, these are my products and this is the stuff that you can buy uh, and this is my journey. Um, so really, I think you know it's coming back to that, making sure that you provide all, all pieces of that equation um, and, and think about that. So value and action. So my value people, not just here's something valuable, here's something you can use, but and for more, contact me here. Or to right. get this, put your email in or yeah. uh, subscribe set up to the channel or, or you know whatever it is, comment, share. And then do you get in the position where you're immediately becoming a marketing expert because people will say, well, now that I've got my video you know, dialed in, what, uh, you know, how, how do I turn this into money? Yeah, I think that's a great point. So typically what, you know, kind of my business is, is centered on, the, I think of the three videos that coaches need. Um, and that is uh, an authority building video or an impact video. So that's typically what you'd see on YouTube. So kind of a content marketing, uh, share your knowledge with the world and get them to, to connect with you. The next one is what I call a video headshot. Mm. And that's, that's that story video. Uh, and the way someone's journey works on your website is they start out on your homepage and they say, okay, does this person do the type of coaching that I need? For instance, you know, I'm, I'm you know, struggling with a divorce. Is this a divorce coach? Yes. These, this is, this is the right person or this is the right service. Then they go to your about page and they determine if you, they want to work with you. So that, that is a time where you can tell your story because that's when you build that know, like, and trust you, you, you connect with them and they say, oh, yeah, this is the right person for me or just as valuable. This is not the right person for me because you don't want to have clients that are the wrong clients. So video number three is the client testimonial. So that's when someone else is saying great things about you. And people online really trust reviews and they trust other people. So you can talk about yourself, but it's so much more powerful to have someone else talk about you. Yeah. So what do we do? We bring in our cousin and say, <laughs> you know, what do you like about me? Um, well, I the way I capture testimonials is it's really I mean, and this is why I love working with coaches. I mean, video works really well for coaches. Um, I love coaches as clients. It's just a, it's a great, you know, great people to work with. But the clients have a hero's journey. So they came in with a struggle. They met their coach who was their guide through their journey. And now they have something, they have a transformation. So they've got kind of the um, return with the elixir or, nice. um, you know, that, that end of the video. That's like, this is what's so powerful. And, and your future clients are looking for that same thing that your past clients have gotten. They were, you know, struggling with a problem. You helped them, you guided them. And, you know, this is, this is what life looks like, you know, happily ever after too. Nice. So there's a before, there's a then I yeah. took the potion and now... Here's what happened. Exactly. <laughs> nice. Um, let's talk about equipment for a moment. Yep. Uh, is it important what you use? I mean, these days, <laughs> I'm raising kids. Do you have kids? We don't have kids. Uh, I've got a nine-year-old and an eleven-year-old. Okay. Um, which means that I started pretty late. And I swear to you that I grew up. You know, when you were on a kid in in school and on stage, you looked out and you saw a bunch of parents. Now kids look out and they see a bunch of Apple products, right? <laughs> the back of them as yep. they're being videoed. Um, is with the rise of consumer electronics and the quality of them, is there a reason to go invest in a lot of money in a video camera, or are there qualities of video uh, equipment that we need to be looking for? 
Yeah, I'm a big fan of starting with what you have. Um, you know, kind of it's that it's that just start thing. Mm-hmm. So if you've got a, a cell phone in your pocket, it's got an amazing camera, better than any camera that you know we had. You know, ten years ago, right. it's like it's it's amazing, and it's just built in, and you've got it. It's already there. It's free, um, and it'll edit for you too. <laughs> um, so start with what you've got. I typically suggest people have just a couple things and and you know I I've, I've got a specific list of things to buy and it's I think it's around $75 on Amazon um so it's something to stabilize the camera so something like a tripod uh something to connect your iPhone to that tripod and uh a lavalier microphone so you've got a little bit better sound than you would get and especially you know if you're outside or things like that that's um improves your sound and then one light so that you've got better lighting than you would naturally um you can you know, stand next to a window and you get good light. Uh, you can, uh, you know, make sure the room is really quiet and get good sound. And you could, you know, I even have these little things that like suction cup your uh, your phone to the window. So that's that's your stabilization. So you can really do this really relatively cheaply or with things you already have. But uh, it just goes up from there. And one thing I found is that a lot of people, when they start to look at um, the higher end equipment and trying to get there, um, you know, maybe they buy a DSLR or something then um, they they get tied up in the equipment and they can't figure out how to make the DSLR work and right. they don't make the video. Right, right. Okay, so start with what we've got and then go to our... Oh, I should I should let people know how to get a hold of you. Brighton West Video, and Brighton is B-R-I-G-H-T-O-N, West, W-E-S-T, Video, V-I-D-E-O, BrightonWestVideo.com. And you can find out everything from meeting Brighton to uh, scheduling a session with him if you'd like. There's also a forward slash guide. And you g- this is something you're giving away for free, the Fabulous Coach's Guide to Online Video. Yes, yes. It's a great guide in terms of what, what options are out there. Um, because video is, there's a plethora of different things you can do. You can do Facebook, you can do YouTube, you can do LinkedIn, you can do mm-hmm. you know, video conferencing. Um, so it really helps break people, break that down video into, into little smaller pieces that are more digestible to say, okay, this is where I need to be starting. Great. Okay. Go there immediately. Brighton West video and download your copy of the PDF, the fabulous coach's guide to online video. That music tells us we're about to take a break. Uh, you should go and get that, uh, online video guide and then join us and stay with these important messages because we're going to have more with Brighton West. Our entire show today, how your video can be better and how you should be using video. You're listening to The Coaching Show right here on Accomplishment Media. We'll be back after these important messages. Stay with us. We will be right back after these important messages. Are you seeking to change your career to something that is both fulfilling and challenging? Do you want to help people reach their full potential and strive to achieve their dreams? Would you like to inspire those around you and help create a better world? If you're serious about a career change or just want to explore the craft of personal coaching, contact Accomplishment Coaching with locations across the country in Washington, D.C., Seattle, Chicago, New York City, and San Diego. Accomplishment Coaching is the leading institution in personal coaching. Our staff carefully monitors the entire program live during the training process and have met the strict standards of ICF International to achieve accreditation. Through a focus on quality instruction rather than endless modules of training, Accomplishment Coaching will guide you from your very first step all the way to becoming one of the finest coaches in the world. Visit AccomplishmentCoaching.com to learn more. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. Christopher McAuliffe is your source for the latest in the world of personal coaching. Whether it be speaking with such luminaries as Deepak Chopra or getting the newest techniques and innovation, the coaching show is always on the cutting edge of what's happening now. 
Tired of presentations with no impact, no inspiration, and no traction? Do dull speakers have you and your team disengaged and distracted by smartphones? Christopher McAuliffe brings energy, insights, and two decades of experience delivered with punch, humor, and heart. Your team will leave energized, uplifted, and with a sense of purpose. Visit ChristopherMcAuliffe.com to bring some heat to your next speaking engagement. M-C-A-U-L-I-F-F-E. ChristopherMcAuliffe.com. Gotham Books presents Marriage Rules by Harriet Lerner. The book Martha Beck calls required reading for anyone hoping to interact successfully with any other human, not just for those in romantic relationships. Get your copy wherever books and ebooks are sold, and visit HarrietLerner.com to learn how to change your marriage today. The Coaching Show is brought to you by Accomplishment Coaching, home of the world's finest coach training program. Here is Christopher McCullough, Master Certified Coach. Thank you, little girl. I got to find out her name. Uh, the, we're continuing our conversation with Brighton West. He is a video guru. He is a videopreneur. He's a genius about videos. But I forgot to tell you, my dear friends, about the uh, longtime sponsor of this program. I was so excited to have an in-studio guest. Uh, that I need to shout out to our sponsor, Accomplishment Coaching. If you're, uh, if you're like me, well, if, if you are, God help you, but if you are, then when you go looking for things like training, you look for the finest in the world. You look for things that are top quality, top notch, and top rated. And if you're looking for that kind of coach training, check out Accomplishment Coaching. Literally, the designed to be the finest coach training program in the world by any measure. We're talking about the success of the graduates. We're talking about the, the number of hours of actually coaching live human beings. The trainings are all in person, live, as well as they bring in real human beings from the outside world, not like coach your neighbor or student, but real humans, and you get experience coaching. And as far as I know, the only program that uh, provides a full-time professional coach for you as a student for an entire year an extraordinary program and I invite you to check it out. Go to accomplishmentcoaching.com or better yet, it's the only program in the world that I know of that invites you to come and observe the coach training program in process. So if you're near one of the following cities, check it out. Accomplishment Coaching is available for you to come and observe. you got to uh, let them know you're coming at accomplishmentcoaching.com but check it out. It's in San Diego, California America's finest city. Uh, in Seattle, Washington, the Emerald City. In Victoria, British Columbia, a beautiful place to be, as well as the Windy City, Chicago, Illinois, the Big Apple, New York City, and our nation's capital. And gosh, couldn't they use some coaching in Washington, <laughs> D.C.? So check it out, accomplishmentcoaching.com. Thank you, and thank them for their longtime support of this program. All right, back to our guest, Brighton West, uh, videopreneur uh, speaking now, and we look forward to seeing you uh, speak at the Converge Conference, the ICF Converge Conference 2019 in October in Prague, about coaches and how we can use video uh, better and, and what we can do to improve our video. Just before the break, we were talking about equipment. Start with what you have, and then there's a list of things that we can get that are very inexpensive and, and useful. Is there a place for high-end videography like we would you know, pay somebody to do at our wedding in our businesses? Uh, yes, definitely. I think uh, the way I look at it is, um, you know, if it's on the homepage of your website where you're trying to trying to prove um, who you are and you know kind of that believability, you need to look professional on your homepage. Uh, if you're if you've got a speaking reel or something like that, that should probably be professional. Um, 
So there are places where it, you need to be polished, but there's a lot of places where authenticity uh, beats polish. And actually, I, I want to uh, go back to what we just heard over the break was your kids. Right. Um, and I think that is something you know that I didn't I didn't realize about video when I started with with YouTube. Um, you know, I was in front of a, a white background, and everyone would always be like, "Oh, that looks so so you know Apple and high tech and whatnot. Mm-hmm. How do I do that?" Um, so I try to teach people how to do that, and then I I you know learned that it is about um, who you really are. So by putting yourself out there, by putting your family in or your pets or things like that, that you know people are trying to normally avoid, that's what brings out that authenticity, and that's what helps people get to know you and that you know they know that you have a nine and 11 year old or close to that that's right <laughs> there no, we go exactly um, and they feel more connected and i think that's something that video can do if you let it happen um but if you try to professionalize it too much and you're you know always in a studio you miss out on that let's talk about authenticity for a moment um and i, I hadn't planned to go here so it's a little maybe too revealing but one of the things I know is that uh, often when I think about coaches and authenticity, I think about new coaches and how mostly what I want them to get over is the goofiness of like, <laughs> I'm a life coach. <laughs> but I noticed that for myself as a you know wise elder or unwise elder at this stage of my career, I mean, I've been presidents of, you know, pres- a couple times president of my local coaches association. I've worked with the international organization. I'm a CEO. I've uh, given talks. I've been privileged to talk all over the world. And one of the things that I struggle with is authenticity because there's such like a persona almost. Mm -hmm. I struggle to get into my heart and actually be with people, and especially on a video. Like it's maybe a little easier with you in person where I can see you look in your eyes. But I struggle, and recently I had these, you know, big deal documentary filmmakers come and interview me when I was in New York, and I got this beautiful suite, and we had this massive view, which turned out to be backlit, which was not a great thing, but, you know, like, I'm being interviewed in front of this world-class everything, and, um, you know, when I watched myself, I was like, oh, that guy's kind of slimy and inauthentic. What... What tips do you have either way for the goofy beginner or the, you know, too slick uh, practiced person? Yeah, I think um, the best tip I have is to talk to one person. Uh, You know, this is something a lot of coaches are speakers and this is a struggle they have with getting on camera. That's kind of, you know, they seem to struggle more with getting on camera because they're used to the room, having the room kind of react to them and give them that feedback. Uh, But really looking, you know, putting in your head the one person, the one client that you help, and just helping that person. Um, that seems to work best, is to you know, speak to one person um, and speak from your heart as if you're serving them. Uh, that, um, instead of trying to think of an audience, the, the way people consume online video, which is the most, you know, that's kind of what we're talking about here, mm-hmm. is alone. Uh, it's not that often that people sit around a computer or around an right. iPhone and, and watch <laughs> each other's stuff. They're, they're the one person watching. So you're, you have an audience of one. It just has to be one times you know 30 million or something like that, potentially. So you're talking to one person. I have a friend, uh, Dane Golden, who did a study. He watched, uh, he didn't watch, but he, he analyzed 30,000 videos on YouTube to see you know what, wow. what's, uh, what was working. And one of the big things he was looking for was the word you and he found that you know it was 
pretty much directly correlated. The more you said the word you in the first 30 seconds, the more popular your video was going to be, the more watch, the more watch time and shares and thumbs up and whatnot. And what he attributed that to is if you're saying the word you, you're probably focused on the other person. If you're saying the word I or we, you're focused on yourself. And so the more you focus on the value in the person on the other side, the more uh, successful you'll be with video. That's such an important thing. By the way, uh, I, did a, I did a study similar to that. And do you know what it is in podcasting? If you say the word anti-disestablishmentarianism, it's okay, more that's... indicative of an authentic conversation. <laughs> By the way, uh, kudos to you. You used plethora in a sentence earlier, and I did oh. not call it out, but it was well done. Um, <laughs> let's talk about, okay, now we've done it. We've made our video. What's, a, what's the right expectation for this video? And I, I know I'm asking you too broad mm -hmm. of a question, but my, my sense is there are a lot of coaches out there who are complaining to their friends and, and kitty cats about not being getting enough views, not being seen, not, you know, now that I got this video, how do I attract attention to it? Yeah, that's a great question. And I'm going to answer that kind of from the YouTube perspective. Uh, th that's my, that's, that's kind of where I go to, uh, you know, if it, there are other videos that are on your website and your testimonials and things like that, that really is about you having to drive traffic to your website and then they watch the video, but just driving traffic directly to the video. YouTube is the second largest search engine in the world and it's owned by the first largest. <laughs> and um, it is the place where people go to ask how-to questions. So this gets back to that value proposition. If you're providing a lot of value, um, well, th well, there's two sides to this. One is you have to make a great video. Uh, you have to provide a lot of value. You have to be authentic. You have to um, kind of go through the script properly. You know, if you start talking about yourself and doing your branding first, you'll lose a good portion of your viewers. If you start talking about them and the, the problem that you're going to solve, uh, that's the way to start a video. And it's it's something just across YouTube, um, just about everybody's doing this. Even even the people who are doing, you know, gaming and, and yeah. stuff like that. They, they start out with, hey, you know, this is what I'm going to provide to you in this video. Um, now you can now, you know, talk about me for a couple seconds. Um, so provide the value, do the video right, you get, you know, look good on the, on camera and be authentic. Um, the second part is the kind of promotion and metadata, the, the, the geeky side of it. Um, this is like SEO research on the title of your video. And this, I mean, this stuff gets geeky. This is stuff that, that I, I love and this is stuff that I do for my clients. Um, but on YouTube, you've got to have a good title. You've got to have a good, um, description mm -hmm. and, um, you gotta have a good thumbnail, really. I mean, that's probably the biggest thing that people are missing out on right now is they're going with one of those thumbnails that YouTube shows. Um, and, um, I mean, if you pull up YouTube right now and you look at what they're suggesting to you to watch, I would guess that at least 95% of them have custom thumbnails. You know, uh, someone has designed gotta, that. You gotta remember I'm a hundred. I don't know what a thumbnail is except oh, for this thing on my hand. Yes. Great. Uh, so it's, it's the little kind of clip from your video that someone sees. It's the first thing they see when they're scrolling through YouTube. Ah. They see that picture. And I mean, it's kind of like the cover of a book. Uh, if a book has a bad cover, you might not open it up. And the purpose of the thumbnail is just to get people to start watching the video. Uh, the purpose of the first three seconds of the video is to get them to watch a little more of the video. So it's kind of this building thing. And, you know, thumbnails can be a little harder. Um, they're, you know, it's, it's going into Photoshop or something like that. Um, but 
it's something that's necessary to get people to feel like, okay, this is this is potentially a good video to watch. It's uh, I'm now seeing something that I didn't see before. My little girl loves to draw, right? Mm -hmm. So often, because I'm a terrible parent, I will put her in front of, you know, where she'll pick up the iPad, right? Go to YouTube and say, how to draw a bunny or whatever, mm -hmm. right? And so I'm seeing now that there are a lot of those videos, but A, the first ones she goes to are the ones that are most close to the question she asked, right? Yes. How to draw, not I want to draw a bunny, how to draw, right? So that right. narrows it down. And then secondly, I'm starting to see, yeah, there are ones that show a hand about to draw something, mm -hmm. and there are some that show the completed bunny, and there are some that show different types of bunnies. Then, And I think most often she chooses from the finished product, not the empty hand, which I might choose, or the empty page with the hand, but rather the finished product and the bunny she wants to draw. Mm -hmm. So I'm starting to see something similar for coaches. How would that be similar? In other words, are we looking for the kind face of the coach? Are we looking mm -hmm. for like, show me a graphic of uh, the tool or distinction or value that you want to provide? How, what's a good thumbnail? A great question. So um, there's some, some rules to thumbnails, and I'm just going to list them off here so people can, uh, can start producing great thumbnails. Nice. Um, so first off is a face. So a close-up of a face, and that's you know looking at the camera, uh, looking directly at the camera, and not necessarily a smile. Um, smiles don't work as well as those kind of weird faces that are um, you've got some emotion in them, you got some action. It looks like you're speaking about something, so your mouth is half open, oh, nice. and that actually works better because that opens up uh, a loop in people's brains. They're like, oh, you know, so what is Christopher talking about? You know, he's not just here like a photograph, like a portrait. Right. He's in the middle of saying something, and I want to know what that is. So, uh, mouth open, hands in the air if you can get it. Just you know, a lot of activity, bright colors, waving like you just don't care. That's yeah, an exactly. Thing. Yeah. Okay. So, All right. um, and then I like to, for coaches, um, typically add some words, um, mm. and that's you know three to five words, and it's the value that the video provides. So the the title is definitely that specific how to question, uh, you know, how to cope with your your recent divorce um, oh. and, you know so, so that's like kind what of what have like, you that's heard what, no i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> but they you know that's what people are typing in and you want to youtube works best if you match the title perfectly and then on the thumbnail you complement that with uh you know the, the benefit uh happiness after divorce maybe it would be a good title because they're you know they're looking and they're like oh yeah that's what i want i want happiness um, after my divorce and this person looks like a nice person. They look like they're, they're you know, going to give that. And if you can do it visually, that's great. But, um, often for coaches, words work pretty well on the, um, on the thumbnail. Can you niche yourself, uh, too much? In other words, is, should I be an expert in marriage and divorce or just a marriage or just divorce? Uh, I don't think it's possible to niche too much. Uh, I think this, the smallest, uh, the, the tighter you can get, the better. Actually, one of my my first clients, uh, he he's from uh, Peru, and mm. he he's a, a dating relationship coach, and he asked, you "Is know, it Paddington?" I'm just asking. No, okay. <laughs> he um, he wanted to know whether he should speak English in his videos or speak Spanish, um, and I was like, "You got to go with Spanish," and he was really concerned about that because he's like oh you know there's only so much market out there who speaks spanish and i was like yeah but all your competition speaks english nice and so he has blown up his channel 
and he's doing really well. Uh, he's got great videos, but part of that is due to the fact that he's catering to a smaller audience, and he is the guy for Spanish-speaking uh, relationship advice for me. Right, right. <laughs> I, I love that because coaches, you know, I have the privilege of training coaches sometimes, and uh, coaches are so worried about, like, not getting enough clients, mm -hmm. and yet for most coaches, we're full at, you know, 10, 20 individual right. clients, right? So it's not like, you know, in a world of 7 billion people, it's not like we're going to run out. Right. Uh, are you finding that, um, I guess this ties back to the numbers question about, like, does actual more views on YouTube or something w of a coach lead to more business, or is this a fallacy and, w and we should just get back to talking to human beings one-on-one? -on -one? Yeah, interesting. And I, I think um, there's definitely... Um, a relationship between views and and potential clients. Um, people have to be watching. Uh, you don't need a viral video. Uh, they're not. They're they're usually not very effective. Um, a great example. I had a friend who was working for Gillette, and the Dollar Shave Club came out with some great videos right. a couple of a uh, couple of years ago, and um, they went viral. Uh, but in the end, Gillette did better. Uh, you know, from a, you know, dollars and cents of what they sold because they worked on a strategy around producing videos about how to shave, you know, how to shave lamb chops, how to shave, you know, these different types of beards and whatnot. Um, so they were providing a lot of value to their potential customers. And that was much more successful than the viral video. But let's get, take it back to coaches. Um, you know, if you're providing a lot of value to that one individual who has got that very specific problem and they hire you, um, that's, that's great. You don't have to have a lot of views. Uh, with YouTube, though, it's tricky. The, you know, by having a lot of views, they're more likely to share your video. So I think I started talking earlier about you know, the, the two sides. One is the produce a great video, and the second one is you know, get that metadata right. You know, get the right tags in there um, and get people to behave the way YouTube wants. YouTube wants to serve the viewer the video they want to see. Um, so the way that YouTube knows what they want to see is based on how other people have behaved. So if, if people watch 100% of your video and then share it with all their friends and comment and like, um, then YouTube sees that signal to say like, oh, this is really good. This is the best, you know, how to deal with divorce video because everyone loves this thing. And, um, so you kind of, that's why you have to have a good video. But in the, in the beginning, you have to have that metadata, right? So that you can get it in front of those people. Um, you know, the, the how, how to get over divorce or whatnot. Um, otherwise, YouTube's just not going to know what, uh, who to share it with. So, and I think that's what a lot of people get. They get like 12 views um, because they don't, they, they put their video out there and they think this is an awesome video, but YouTube doesn't know what to do with it. It's a search engine. Right. Uh, it needs to decide how to um, connect your potential audience with uh, your video. And I, I wanted to say one thing here is another kind of, you know, two points is that YouTube not only is the biggest search engine, but it is a social media site. So people go to YouTube and YouTube suggests videos to them. So the more successful people, um, the videos are from suggestions. So they see that, you know, you watched a different video um, on some coaching topic. Mm -hmm. And then they'll say like, you know, maybe you watch some Tony Robbins videos. Right. Um, and then they're like, oh, well, you know, 
uh, maybe we'll, we'll put some Christopher McAuliffe videos on here too. This person might like these videos too. So you want to be not only there for the people who are searching, but the people who are behaving the way uh, your customers are behaving. Man, it feels very complicated. I, I feel like all of us need to work with you. How do we work with you? Do, we, do you come to the house and like spruce us up? Um, it's, it's possible that I come to the house. <laughs> um, but uh, for the most part, I work remotely. Uh, this is part of my, my journey. When I started my business, I wanted a couple things. I wanted to be able to, to work from anywhere. Uh, right now, I'm in San Diego for a couple of months because Portland's rainy. I uh, do a lot of work from Hawaii. So I wanted to be able to work remotely. And I wanted to work with people that I liked. Uh, and had positive influence on me. That's so. That's the coaches, but I can work with people uh, over Skype. That's probably the most common thing I do. Um, I can work with people wherever they are in the world, and often my clients are videotaping themselves with their their iPhone. I teach them you know how to do that and how to produce the the stuff that I need to edit. Uh, they ship it over to me. We edit. We do the optimization. We kind of do all that techie geeky stuff behind the scenes. Um, or we'll just do, you know, kind of a, an interview style on Skype, and then the same thing. We go through that techie uh, part of editing and turning it into a video. So, um, you know, it's it's very authentic. It's not not that high polish, uh, but it is um, it's great because you can produce a lot of it uh, instead of going into a studio where you spend a lot of money to produce that one video for your front page. You can produce pretty often with our system. I'm gonna. Uh, we're gonna cram a lot into our last few minutes here. Mm -hmm. Our time has flown by, and I appreciate your time so much. And thanks for coming in person. Um, the website again is Brighton B R I G H T O N West Video dot com, and uh, I want to let people know that you've got packages. But let me ask you this: What should we do with our old video stuff? So a bunch of coaches have huge archives, and Kevin Hart famously recently got in trouble with some of his old stuff. What should we do with our old videos? Um, I say just leave them there. Realistically, um, I don't suggest optimizing them and trying to like make them work because that design of the video probably isn't right. Gotcha. Um, Just go go forward to the new video and let the old stuff yeah. uh, sit in the closet or S wherever. Start with delivering the value and saying the right thing in the first couple seconds. The old videos, yeah. Gosh, you are a, a huge treasure trove of information. People should reach out to you immediately and get that PDF. Get that fabulous coach's guide to online video at, by going to brightonwestvideo.com and uh, say hi to Brighton while you're there and find out about one of his packages. Do you want to tell us really quickly about your packages because we're running out of time? Sure, yeah. I, I guess I work with three videos with people. One is video testimonials. Uh -huh. uh, the second is that video headshot, kind of telling your story. Right. And the third is the authority building video or the YouTube uh, impact video sharing your knowledge i need all of those all right <laughs> thank you so much brighton west thank any you. any uh i guess we got one more minute do you want to uh, uh leave us with a parting shot or a parting thought today something you'd like fifty thousand coaches or so to think about um i think it's uh you know i i don't do facebook video i'm not a big fan of it personally but if you're not doing video i want you to do a facebook video just get out there record something on your smartphone post it to facebook because that's the first step is just getting used to seeing yourself on video and it grows from there got it and uh, and uh, what i'm hearing in the background there is don't expect your first video to be your best video oh yeah it's just, just number one it's just your first <laughs> actually marie forleo I, I love marie forleo yeah. she's still got her early her first video it's her sitting in sweats on her couch nice and you know where she's come to now uh so 
Yeah, and leave the leave that first video up too because it, it encourages other people. It shows <laughs> it lets people know authority. Hey, yeah, it's okay. All right, well, good. I'm going to get out of my sweats here then and <laughs> get something done. Uh, that is Brighton West. You can find out more by going to Brighton West Video. That's B-R-I-G-H-T-O-N West video.com and get that uh if if you do nothing else go there and get the fabulous coach's guide to online video it's a pdf it's easy and while you're there check out the packages because you probably need that all right get off your duff and go make a video this is the coaching show we will talk to you next week the coaching show is brought to you by accomplishment coaching home of the world's finest coach training program that's all for today's edition we will talk to you next week